yeah, it's it's actually unbelievable. Yeah. yeah if if I think back, if I think back to that parking lot, <laughs> you know, where I was just telling Brandon, "Don't let me go, don't let me go," <laughs> and now I see this. It's yeah, I I could not see that coming. Now it's like the the car pretty much just sits in the garage for the longest time, <laughs> and we just go everywhere by bike. Hi everyone, welcome to the Active Town channel. I'm John and that was Tatiana Salis Lust. And boy, am I excited and delighted to share this conversation I had a few weeks ago with Tatiana about her amazing transformation into an everyday cargo bike rider in her new hometown of Carmel, Indiana. Along the way, we talk about her journey, what it takes to get more women riding more often, and she shares her advice for those wondering if it's too late to learn how to ride. But before we dive into all that goodness, I just wanted to say thank you so very much for tuning in. I produce this content in the hope that I can help inspire others, perhaps you, to join me in this movement to create and promote a culture of activity for all ages and abilities. So having you here means so much to me, and it's always wonderful to have you along for the ride. I hope you enjoy my conversation with Tatiana. Tatiana, thank you so much for joining me on the Active Towns podcast. Oh, thank you for having me. <laughs> this is great. Yeah, this is great. Now, this is super, super fun, and you got to love technology when it works. So we're going to keep our fingers crossed that <laughs> the technology <laughs> gods, uh, you know, are, are kind to us here today. Um, we're going to dive into a, a lot of really fun stuff, but let's just take this moment, this opportunity for you to just tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay. Yeah, so I was born and raised in Brazil, <laughs> uh, more like the southeast part of Brazil. And and I, I went to grad school, actually undergrad school there, got my bachelor's. But then I had the opportunity to do an exchange program and I ended up coming to the U.S. as an exchange student first. And then I ended up staying for my grad school as well. Then during that time, I met Brandon <laughs> and then, yeah, we got married and yeah, there's a whole lot of story <laughs> uh, behind that. But anyway, we ended up here um, in Carmel, Indiana. Fantastic. Well, you, you mentioned Brandon, so it, that's how we know each other is through Brandon. <laughs> Correct. And uh, so Brandon has been on the podcast before. He's been uh, one of my guests uh, on the podcast. He goes by the uh, the, the tagline uh, on Twitter, uh, American Feetzer. So uh, he's, he's kind of why we're here in the sense that, you know, he became fascinated with Dutch cycling and Dutch culture and things of that nature. And we'll, we'll, we can get into that a little bit or folks can go back and listen to that podcast. We don't have to talk about him, so they can do that. <laughs> but but we're I'm going to pull up a photo here. And because this is you, you jumped very, very quickly to the fact that you guys are in Carmel now. You've you've been there for how long have you been in Carmel now? Um, for about six months. In the <laughs> summer. Okay. So when I saw Brandon there in Carmel in June, it was, he was really new. Yeah. So mm -hmm. very good. Okay. Yeah, yeah. We had just moved here. You had <laughs> just moved there. So I'm going to pull this photo up because this is a great photo. This is you super, super happy <laughs> on this bike. <laughs> and it just warms my heart when I see this. Be one, because I know your story, but I'm going to have you share the story with the audience because there's a lot behind what, you know, getting to this point and, 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 and getting to, to this smiling person in this amazing place there in Carmel, Indiana, you're, you're just off, uh, on the, the main drag there on uh, Monon Boulevard, which is, you know, kind of a redo of the Monon trail. So we'll, we'll pull that up and, and, and talk a little bit about, uh, I, I just wanted that little sneak preview of, of where we're at today, but take mm -hmm. us back to, uh, you know, 2015, you were kind of just getting started with this whole adventure with, you know, bikes and stuff like that. And, and in 2015, had, had, had Brandon already visited the Netherlands yet? I don't remember that. Um, no. No. Okay. Not, so that no, was before. Not in 2015. Okay. Correct. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Okay. Great. So take us back to 2015. You were 
just kind of learning how to ride a bike again, right? <laughs> yes. <laughs> we actually, we try to adventure ourselves first on rollerblades, <laughs> but that didn't work out so well. So we decided to trade <laughs> the rollerblades for bikes. And then, yeah, just like you said, I had to learn it again. The, the story is when I was a kid, I used to ride a very tiny bike, uh, <laughs> but the, <laughs> that's a great picture. It was a very tiny bike and all. And then, you know, there was one day that I, I, I crashed really bad. And after that, I just wasn't able to ride again. And, you know, for years and years and years, <laughs> and it wasn't until uh, that time <laughs> right there that Brandon decided to to help me uh, learn again and, and overcome my fear, my trauma of riding a bike. Uh, so that was that picture right there. It was the exact moment when he let me go. <laughs> he was he was all the time there, you know, just holding the saddle. <laughs> and I was there trusting that he was there holding the saddle, like, don't let me go, don't let me go. I just felt like a kid again. And then eventually he did and then took that picture. Yeah. Was extremely nervous. But also that bike was, for me, pretty large. So right. that was scary. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. That, and, and I think, as I recall, when, when I was interviewing him, he had talked a little bit about that, uh, of the fact that it's so important to make sure that you're, you're on the right size bike and you're on a bike that's really, really comfortable for you. And, and, and he had mentioned that that made a, a big difference. So, um, Correct. I, I, I wanted to try to zoom in a little bit on that. Cause I can see your smile. <laughs> you're like, <"Whoa." laughs> This is great. I was just, it was, ner I was nervous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Very tense. <laughs> so that's, that's great though. So learning how to ride a bike again as an adult, you, you mentioned it, you know, getting over the fear and, and all of that. What do you, what advice do you have for, you know, other, other adults, uh, other women that, that may not feel super, super comfortable and maybe they're, you know, just not sure how to go. What advice would you have having gone through that experience just six years ago? It's never too late. <laughs> so do not worry and make sure that you are someplace, you know, when you're starting again, you are somewhere safe. You saw there on that picture, I was in the parking lot. <laughs> it was pretty much empty, nobody around. So make sure you're safe and, you know, you might fall and crash again. Just be ready for it and just get up and, and get going again. It, it'll be just fine. And have someone with you, you know, to support you, to to help you along the way and and, and teach you some tips and tricks <laughs> uh, on that as well. Another thing, too, is to make sure that you have, like you mentioned, a uh, proper size of bike that, that will help you a lot as well. So you can feel more comfortable. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And uh, I, I have another photo here that we'll pull up. And uh, because now in this photo, we have a proper size bike. <laughs> <laughs> For me. Yes. For you. So, so <laughs> tell us about this bike. Uh, okay. So, all right. What we're talking about here, you know, the proper size bike. And so just on record here, I am, well, in metrics, I'm 1.64 meters tall or in feet, that would be five foot four, right. <laughs> uh, something like that. And, and yeah, that's why that bike right there was uh, that day we went to the bike shop just so I could test ride that bike. Brandon had gone to an event uh, where they they had this uh, they were exposing different bikes from different brands and and novelty bikes and things like that and he then he he saw this bike that is an e bike and he was like well you know it's an e bike and based on that size that size. I think that maybe Tatiana will feel more comfortable because now she can put her feet on the ground, right? And uh, the, the center of gravity 
gra- yeah. gravity will be lower as well. So we decided to go there to the bike shop so I could try it. And it was it, it was a big difference for me. Yeah. It was amazing. We used to go there before just to like rent a bike and just mm-hmm. go around the lake, you know, on the weekend or something. And I would get maybe larger bikes and I was never that comfortable, but I was still trying to learn again. But then when I tried that one <laughs> and I could, you know, I could feel closer to the ground and yeah. I could just put my feet easily on the ground anytime I needed, it gave me confidence. Yeah. Let's press play on this. <laughs> Did you hear yourself giggling there? <laughs> because That's, it was so easy. It was so easy and it, and it was fun. And what I love about that little clip is, I mean, that is just it, the, the pure joy just starts jumping out. What, tell us about those emotions. Tell us about how did that feel at that moment, being able to go up that hill? Yeah, just like that. Yeah, it was. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, oh my gosh, it was such a huge accomplishment, right? And maybe for for the majority of people, adults, maybe even some kids, <laughs> you know, that's just so like normal, right? People might think, "Oh my goodness, why was was she so happy about that?" But in yeah, in my case, it was it was a huge deal. Like I said regular bikes, regular size bikes. I still had trouble on them. But then when I tried that one, the the, the fact that it has the e-assist, so it helps me get going. So it helps me get on that balance that I need, right? More easily. That that was wonderful. And then being able to go uphill like that with minimum effort was also very, very nice. Yeah. And not not feeling not feeling scared or, you know, if I had to put if I hit if I had to put too much effort on pedaling, I would certainly lose my balance, lose control and start wobbling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And to be clear, that was your test ride. That, <laughs> that was, was my when, test ride. That was your test yeah. ride. That wasn't even the bike that you ended up getting. Here, here's your bike. Here's your <laughs> yeah. new bike. This is new bike day. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah, that is true. So that was just the test run. Mm-hmm. And I ended up buying the same model at mm-hmm. the time. Right. Uh, yeah. Because again, you know, I tested it and I was like, oh yeah, I can ride this one. Right. So now I can go places. <laughs> and also yeah. we decided to to buy that one. So that was the first e-assist bike that I had. Yeah. And so this, as folks will be able to see from the sign here, this is in Minneapolis. So this was prior to the move to Carmel. And right. uh, so so you're still up in Minneapolis at this time. Look at those beautiful tulips. Oh, my gosh. That's awesome. I know. Yeah. And, <laughs> and again, just beaming, you know, new bike day. You're getting out there. There's the name of the, the bike shop, Perennial Cycles there in Minneapolis. Did a good job. Oh, there he is. Mm-hmm. Mr. American <laughs> Feetzer himself. Very Correct. good. So cool to see that. Talk a little bit about that. What has this meant for, for you to be able to rediscover the bike and really discover the bike for the very first time in a positive way? And, 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 and also expand upon that and, and talk a little bit about how that's made a difference in terms of, you know, you being able to hang out with this big oaf. <laughs> <laughs> very true. Yeah. yeah, very true because, well, of course, with, you know, the average bike, wasn't really able to go on bike rides with him uh, mm-hmm. that much. Or if I did, uh, he was always so worried about me, right? Always looking over his shoulder to, to make sure that I was okay, that I was still there <laughs> and not on the ground somewhere. So it wasn't, you know, maybe not not that pleasant, right, uh, to ride. But after we found this e-bike smaller size, proper for me, then I was able to ride more so I could actually get that practice and and learn more and and feel more confident 
on the bike. But also now we're just able to pretty much bike everywhere together. You know, it's it's not like a it's not like a chore anymore. <laughs> you know, it's it's not that difficult anymore. We can just go, oh, let's go this place. Yeah, okay, let's go. And we can bike together. And he's not, he can enjoy the ride as well and not be worried about me, right? Because now he's also confident that that I'll be there, <laughs> that I that I can follow him. <laughs> yeah. And so so it's it's great. We've, yeah. we've been able to do a lot more and, and, you know, and especially now where we are and, and you've seen it's, it's so easy to bike everywhere here. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah. 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 Well, we'll, we'll get to that in a moment, but you're, you're pointing mm-hmm. at something rather special here. What, what is that you're pointing at? <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> Pizza. <laughs> uh, so tell, tell us why it's so special that you're pointing at a box of uh, a pizza. It was my, it was my first load. <laughs> you're, you're, a, you're a freight carrying cyclist now. You're e, exactly. There's the cargo for the e-cargo bike. Yeah, yeah. That's, yeah. that's, that's the cargo on my e-cargo bike. Exactly. So that was my first load. We, nice. uh, you know, still in Minnesota, we, Went on a bike ride uh, to the trail to get some, you know, exercise and everything. And then after pedaling uh, lots of miles, <laughs> we decided that, okay, now we, we deserve some calories now, little <laughs> treats. So we decided to stop by uh, that pizza place. And uh, yeah. And then Brenda was like, okay, this is going to be your first cargo. <laughs> Put the pizza box there. Yeah. Uh, yeah, because... Truth be told, he could have put it in his big basket. I know he could. <laughs> oh, yeah, definitely. No, but every, every time we get pizza, it goes on my bike and then yeah. he takes a picture. <laughs> ah, that's good. That's great. So the, I wanted to, to switch to this photo simply because it, it starts to speak to this concept of exploration together. Mm-hmm. Yes, definitely. Um, because now... I wasn't, I wasn't just on parking lots, right? Right. Or, or just on some simple wide trail. I was actually being able to go into parks, going into places, cross bridges and, and things like that. So yeah, it expanded, uh, expanded more where I could go. (laughs) And going to places like this, a meaningful destination. I I take it this must Mm be the uh, the community garden that that you used to visit uh, when you lived in the Minneapolis area. Yes, yes, yes. We we had a plot there at the community garden, and it was it was wonderful, especially during this pandemic times that we were isolated. You know, we couldn't go anywhere. That was the one place where we could go and feel safe. Was the garden? Yeah, so that was that was great. Yeah, yeah. That's that's our super men- cool. mental health. Yeah, there he is again. Yay! <laughs> that's fantastic. Yes. Minnesota has beautiful trails. Yes, it does. Yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. Lakes and trails and everything. It yeah, was, it was it was wonderful biking there as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Okay, now we're gonna shift gears here. We're gonna go out of country. So, oh. <laughs> what's going on here? What's this all about? <laughs> Oh, right. <laughs> yes, that was in the Netherlands. <laughs> I was able to ride a bike there as well. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After, okay, so there is a little story there too. Is that okay, okay if I tell you? Oh, yeah, All right. absolutely. <laughs> so we went to a bike store mm-hmm. to rent a bike. And they only had adult-sized bikes and, mm-hmm. you know, adult-sized bikes in, in the Netherlands. <laughs> Those are pretty large for me. Um, so we got one and I decided, well, you know, I'm going to try. I've been riding, you know, my bike for a while now. So mm-hmm. maybe, maybe I'll be able to step up, you know. So <laughs> we got this regular size bike. And the very first street, I was, try- I was trying to, to 
get out of place and take off. And I couldn't. I just couldn't. Because no matter how low the saddle was, mm. I could not put my feet on the ground. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and then I couldn't feel safe. And I, you know, I started feeling very uneasy about it. Right. And I told Brandon, I was like, I'm so sorry, I cannot ride this one. Yeah. So he was like, okay, let's go back to the bike shop. Let's see if we can find something else. Turns out we found a different bike shop mm-hmm. that had smaller bikes. Ah. And it was funny because, well, but the funny part is that the manager there, <laughs> he, he was like, are you sure you're going to ride that bike? <laughs> I was like, yeah. And he goes, but that's for kids. <laughs> I was like, well, that's exactly what I need. <laughs> so, yeah. But I, anyway. I think we might have a photo. Do we, <laughs> was this the first one or, or the second one? Yeah, that's the second one. This is so the second that, one. Yeah. That, yeah, that one was smaller. There so. we go. Yes. So yeah. that's that's the one that they told me it was for kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but you but fit that perfectly. one was okay. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that one was okay. I was able to ride that one just fine. <laughs> Fantastic, and and you're just you're just kind of cycling along, and I'll just run a little bit of this because as proof, you know, we're moving. This is good. Yes, this yes. is awesome. <laughs> so obviously, the Netherlands has been incredibly impactful for for Brandon, and um, as as I recall from his story that he told me that. You know, the whole reason why he was in the Netherlands, in Amsterdam, is because you were there for work and uh, sort of dragged him along and said, no, come on, it'll be fun. <laughs> and, it, and it obviously changed his, his, his life dramatically. But what, what was it like for you to now be there out on, you know, on the, 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 the Dutch cycle tracks and, and the Dutch infrastructure and riding along, now that you have a little bit more confidence, you have your own bike and you're killing it there in Minneapolis and, and having fun. And now look at you, you're, you're riding the Dutch cycle network too. Talk a little bit about that. How, how powerful was that for you? It was amazing. I would never, I would never think that I would do that someday. <laughs> actually. So I was, yeah, I was surprised by it as well. But it's actually, it was pretty easy to ride a bike there, you know, um, despite of bike size or, or not being e-assist or things like that. So, so despite of those bike limitations, because of the infrastructure too, I felt safer at the time riding there because there were so many other people riding bikes as well. And, and you see how uh, motorists there are very respectful and attentive to, to pedestrians and, and cyclists too. Yeah. And it sounds like from, from the, the way that you just phrased that, that that was very, very important for you at that stage. Oh, yeah, very much. Because like I mentioned before, uh, when I was, you know, in Minneapolis, I would go on parking lots and some safe trails. And then I was able to expand that a little bit to more like parks and public places. But I was still very uneasy on whenever we had those shared lanes, right, where you have the road and then you just have a painted lane there and then there are cars passing right by you all the time I couldn't I couldn't do that I would feel very uncomfortable I would you know easy easily lose my balance if a car passed by me at a certain speed so yeah that was still not very comfortable (laughs) but then in the Netherlands like you know for example you have you have places where you have no cars at all, or it's it's really separated, and yeah. and you know you can feel safe that way. Yeah, yeah. And then along comes this. <laughs> What's happening here? <laughs> okay, so <laughs> then we went back to the after a while we went back to the back shop to try something a little bit larger, not 
not in height. I would still right. need my 20 inch wheels. <laughs> I would still need to be low, closer to the ground, but something larger in terms of cargo. So then uh, we decided to go there so I could try the GSD and the HSD. Right. And those are two from different from models. Yeah. From turn. And, uh, you know, really, and, and again, you, you can see that uh, e-assist from Bosch there, the, the, the electric assist motor on that. Yeah. So, so what were you planning on doing? Carrying bigger pizza boxes? <laughs> pizza delivery. Okay. So, yeah. So before I had the Vectron. Yeah. And then, no, over there would be really just so I could, you know, do more with it yeah. uh, and go get groceries and get something. Yeah. Look at those large. big pantyers. Transport something bags. larger as well. Yeah. 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 <laughs> good, good stuff. Good stuff. So that's like the burgeoning aspect of somebody who's thinking about a bike in a different way. It's not just about going out for a leisurely ride. Although you can certainly do that, and, and I know that, that you all do that frequently. And it's not just you carrying yourself to the community garden. You can totally do that and, and everything. I mean, this is a different phase. This is you actually thinking about, yeah, I can see the value in having a bike where I can carry stuff. Talk a little mm. bit more about that. Why is that so important for you? Yeah, it's... It's basically a, a all-in-one <laughs> principle, right? So it's not just for exercising or just for leisure, like you said. It's actually everything. So you can go get your exercise done. You can also, you know, go sightseeing, see people, but you can also go get, get your groceries, carry things around and go from A to B. So you can do, you know, all of those things at once <laughs> while riding your bike. So that's that that's really fun uh, to do because it, it doesn't get boring. It doesn't get um, exhausting, you know, in terms of like, oh, I have to ride my bike to get my exercise. So then, you know, maybe maybe it gets a bit exhausting. You're like, oh, I don't have the energy to do that. But but then if you, you know, if you think of like, oh, let's go to a bar, you know, meet up with some people and all. So you go ride your bike, you you see things, you you, you go sightseeing, you, you actually breathe some fresh air, <laughs> right? Enjoy the sun. You see people passing by on the trail and, you know, you say hi, you socialize, and then you get to your point B, you already got your exercise as well and you feel refreshed. Yeah. <laughs> so, <Yeah. laughs> And, you know, if the mood, you know, sort of is there, you, you go out and get big, huge boxes. <laughs> what on exactly. earth did you do? Exactly. You have it. <laughs> oh, there you are. Is that a yeah. bread maker? It was a toaster oven. A toaster <laughs> oven. Yeah. Well, you, you have a cargo bike. <laughs> it's pretty much the SUV of bikes, right? So, yeah, you can carry all so sorts it, of things. That we, <laughs> that there's was bags my, of something there. <laughs> uh, yeah, those like were... Mulch. It was. Yeah. Yeah. It was indeed. So <laughs> Bags of mulch. <laughs> So that was, yeah, that was mulch for, for our garden. Toaster um, oven. Oh my yeah, gosh. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there you back at the garden again. So my, my very first big cargo yeah. was that toaster oven. Yeah. yeah. There it is again. <laughs> and that, that, yeah. That was when Brandon was like, okay, she can do it. She can do it. <laughs> she, she graduated. <laughs> so I, I mean, talk a little bit about that. I mean, I don't want to make any assumptions here, but it seems like you seem pretty bold. You, you, you seem up to the challenge. Is, is that part of your nature or is that something you've worked on? Yeah, <laughs> no, something that I've been working on, you know, especially because I, you know, I spent so many years afraid of actually getting on a bike. <laughs> right. So it, yeah, it just took that, you know, it just took that moment of saying, Okay, let's 
you know, let's do this. Let's try it. <laughs> let's persevere. <laughs> and then, yeah, that, that, that took some exercising, but <laughs> I'm glad, I'm glad that we worked on it. And of course, with a lot of support from Brandon as well, because <laughs> yeah, yeah. if it was only up to me, I probably would not be able to keep going. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, he, he caught a certain passion and, uh, I know he's absolutely delighted that you're also sharing in that passion too. looks like we went and to did, did some cupcake shopping here. So filling that basket full of cupcakes, perhaps, <laughs> but yes. here, oh, here we, go. Here, here we have our veggies. That's that's, healthier. That's, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> that's <laughs> healthier. There, there, that's, this is healthier. So that's good. That's great. Well, you know, you you go places, you're burning the calories, and sometimes you can just treat yourself. Oh, absolutely. Are you kidding? That's, that's why we ride, right? Exactly. And so then a huge life change comes along. Up next, Tatiana is going to talk about their big move and another new bike. But first, please allow me a brief second to promote my newly launched Active Towns online store where you can find some really fun and silly Streets Are For People merch for sale. So please do check it out later. The link is in the description below and in the show notes. Okay, let's get right back to my conversation with Tatiana. You, you, the two of you decide to pull up stakes and leave Minneapolis and go to Carmel, Indiana. Tell us a little bit about that story. Yeah, so... Yeah, that's kind of interesting, you know, despite of all the negatives around this pandemic, um, the one thing that actually helped us in a way, if I may say it that way, was that I was allowed to go remote. And of course, many companies are doing that. Many people are doing that now. So... Because of that, we decided, okay, so since we're we're biking some more and we're really integrating this bike uh, culture and in our lives, so let's try to go to a place where we can actually make the most out of it. And Brandon already knew about Carmel, the infrastructure here, and then we decided that Okay, let's let's investigate. Let's take a look. And Brandon did his research. After months of researching and contacting people here, you know, to figure out how we could get a place here and all, it worked out. And here we are. <laughs> so that's great. Very good. And, and here's a here's a, a quick picture here of see if I can get this uh, photo to. You can see. I want to make sure I get your pets in the in the background there. So. <laughs> My pets. <laughs> the good Canadian geese. All right. So maybe not really your pets. You know, just the, the the neighborhood uh, visitors. So so you arrive in in Carmel. Did you have a chance to visit Carmel before you made the decision to move there? Oh, that was about ten years ago. So it was a while um, ago. So none of this oh, new yeah. infrastructure was in place. No, no. Yeah. Carmel, Carmel was already a really pretty city, right. yep. but a lot has changed yeah. <laughs> uh, since then. But yeah, it was about 10 years ago. And actually, I was still a grad student there uh, okay. in Illinois. Right. Yeah. So yeah. yeah. So both Brandon and I lived in Illinois at the time, and we decided to go to Carmel to get a burger from a place there that was on TV once. Oh, that's right. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. What was yeah. that place called? I, I remember seeing it. Now. Bob's Burger. There you go, Bob's Burger. Yeah. And it has like <laughs> yeah. this massive, massive burger, right? Yeah, they had that challenge. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. And and there was a TV program that went there once yeah, and all. Yeah. So we saw that and we decided, okay, we have to go there and <laughs> and try it. So yeah, that was the very first time I had been to Carmel, actually. Yeah. And this brings mm -hmm. us back to our, our opening photo here. So as we're scrolling through these photos and as I rolled into Carmel to, to visit with Brandon in June, one of the things that I noticed was just how much the infrastructure reminded me of the Netherlands. Yes. And well, you, you, you may have talked to Brandon about this before, but yes, they, 
they do consult yeah with European engineers uh, so it, it is it is really with the Netherlands and Denmark in mind yeah, yeah definitely. that they make all these improvements here so I paused on this photo uh, we were just scrolling through a couple of them so folks could get a, a little bit of a sense of what caramel's like but I pa paused on this one because this is this is pretty cool what's going on here Oh, yeah. Um, so it was summertime. We were having the uh, farmer's market. Ah, that's what the tents yeah. are back there. Okay, got it. Right, yeah. Yep. There, yeah, there are several little tents back there. So that's the farmer's market. Mm -hmm. And they actually have that huge bike parking there with valet services and all. So that's that's pretty cool, too. Yeah. And, and another thing, another thing on that picture... You see that I'm wearing a dress. <laughs> yeah, I, I do notice yeah. that. T talk a little bit more about that and, and, you know, what's going on here? Come on. Come on, Tatiana. What's going on here? <laughs> well, that's that's another great thing, too. You know, I'm not I'm not riding my bike to I'm, I'm not cycling. Right. Just to, to try to get some exercise or anything. It's really a transportation mode of transportation in this case. So, yeah, dress up, dress up to your destination. It's something that Brandon says a lot. You don't have to wear athlete or sports clothes to ride, ride your bike. You can actually dress up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And, and that's another thing that you see, you know, in, in Europe, too. You see people right. going to work, going to school, and they're all dressed up riding their bikes. Right. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and here's you, here's you just kind of relaxing and, and taking in the sights. And so, so, so for the viewers here and, and also for the benefit of, of the, uh, the audio-only audience here, uh, this particular photo, Tatiana is just kind of relaxing on a bench with her bike right next to the, uh, the infrastructure, um, the, the brick pavers there is, is the, sort of the shared space area where, uh, you know, the motor vehicles are allowed to go through. And then the gray area there with the, the dotted lines through it is the old Monon trail that's been, you know, created on the Monon Boulevard there. And the, the little orange thing that you see sticking up there in the distance, that's the bike counter. So that's an eco counter bike counter. Talk a little bit about what it's been like to be in this neighborhood and have this as your new, I don't want to call it front yard or backyard, but I mean, your new playground. I mean, this is your new community. What's that been like? And compare that to, to what it's been like in some of the other places that you've lived. Um, quality of life. It's a big change. You know, you, you feel safer here. It's uh, more peaceful, quieter too, and and also, well, especially summertime. <laughs> it is so nice to get on the trail. It, you know, if you're just walking or riding your bike, but there's so many other people doing the same thing, riding bikes, and you see kids on their skate uh, skateboards or rollerblades. Or even other uh, other uh, funny transportation devices that we have nowadays. Right. Exactly. Uh, yeah, those hoverboards and things like that. But yeah, and and then you see, you know, families just pushing their strollers down the street and walking their their dogs and all, and so many people just just enjoying the environment, enjoying the space, actually socializing, right? In, a, in an open area, of course, <laughs> social distancing and all, but but being able to socialize, see people, and it, it it it's just amazing. You're not secluded, you know, in your house there with your circle, and and maybe you know just hopping in your car to go somewhere and then back, and you don't even see things or enjoy or appreciate things around you right because it's it's always uh everything's such a hurry and all but but here no here you can just enjoy the trip as well yeah, as wow. you go somewhere yeah so you're enjoying mm -hmm. the trip as well as you're enjoying the destination this being one mm -hmm. of the destinations but you have lots of yeah. other destinations as well talk a little bit about that uh that transition oh here we go <laughs> more more cargo 
<laughs> yeah, getting some potty mix there. <laughs> Gotta load up that HSD. I see a theme here. You're a cargo carrying king. Look at, oh, here we go. And, and more oh, yeah. potty mix. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> so, yeah. So talk about that though, because you, you mentioned, you know, it's, it, it's, it's enjoyable for the ride as well as getting to that destination. What's it like getting from, from your house to that downtown area? Super easy and quick. <laughs> it takes like five minutes to get there. And again, all, you know, safe, separated bike lanes. Or if I decide to just take a shortcut and, you know, go through a neighborhood, it's also pretty safe uh, to do so as well. And motorists here, I guess the majority they are immersed in this culture. So they look out for pedestrians and, and for bikes as well. And especially, you know, when you are in a city center like this, where you can see it's it's being built for, for people and you have kids playing everywhere, running everywhere and all. So, yes, I, th- I think everybody tends to be very careful there. And I paused on this photo just because it's such a wonderful photo to soak up. (laughs) I mean, this is one of the plaza areas that's just off of the the Monon Trail. And what an extraordinary uh, place, uh, city gathering place. And we'll make sure that we do a, a bigger profile on the city of Carmel at some point in time and really talk about the fact that before this was built, there it really didn't have a city center. It really didn't have a downtown core. I mean, it had Main mm-hmm. Street that was cutting through, but that was pretty much about it. This is extraordinary. And I'm assuming that this is a really uh, amazing place for you and Brandon to be able to come as a family and experience. Talk a little bit about that. How, how much has this had an impact on your daily life and being able to have this, this type of amenity nearby. Um, oh yeah, (laughs) it's, it's, it's wonderful. It's a big positive change as well. You know, just because you, you, you no longer have to be bored or, you know, sedentary, (laughs) you're, you're at home just watching TV and then, you know, it's like, oh, okay, let's hop on our bikes and, you know, Go to the city center. There, there are several microbreweries there, places to go and and you know and meet up with some friends and all music, live music and such. So yeah, let's let's go. So instead of just you know sitting around <laughs> in your living room just wasting time away, you, yeah, you can just go and enjoy that. And there are several different places to go to as well. Uh, there are parks you know, that you can go to and just enjoy. You, you can hear, you can hear the crickets, the birds, the frogs, right? <laughs> and, yeah. and and that's something that we couldn't really experience before. Yeah. And and we can do that here now. And again, it's, it's really good for your body, but also for your mind. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll bring this uh, photo up and this will be one of our, our last shots. But it, again, it's just a, a classic shot of you exemplifying that you're, you're, you're dressing for your destination, not the journey. It's really about the joy of that active mobility. I mean, gosh, when you think back to 2015, six years ago, just, you know, relearning. Wow. What, what's that been like? <laughs> Yeah, yeah, well, <laughs> I can unbelievable, see the smi- I actually. Can see the smile. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's actually unbelievable. Yeah. yeah, if if I think back, if I think back to that parking lot, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. where I was just telling Brandon, don't let me go, don't let me go. <laughs> and now I see this, it's, yeah, I, I could not see that coming. Yeah. I, you know, I thought that maybe, yeah, I would ride my bike a little bit, you know, but then eventually I would maybe feel a little bit, you know, defeated, like, oh yeah, no, I cannot do this, you know, but no, totally the opposite. Now it's like the, the car pretty much just sits in the garage for for the longest time (laughs) and we just go everywhere by bike. Yeah. That's, 
That's so cool. And I, I'm going to pull up a, a, another photo here. This this kind of exemplifies the fact that you're just jumping on the bike and doing re- everyday run-of-the-mill types of things. You're going shopping here. Talk mm-hmm. a little bit about how this has impacted your sense of mobility, freedom, and independence. Because what what I'm noticing about some of this this stuff here is that Sure, Brandon might have taken the photo, but for all I know, you're taking the photo here and sending it to Brandon. <laughs> I did. <laughs> uh, there yes. you go. Perfect. My yeah. point exactly. So, so talk. So, talk a little bit about that. How powerful is that? That you're now getting on a bike and going grocery shopping on a bike. You could just as easily jump in the car and go. Why are you yeah, doing that? I, talk talk yeah. a little bit about how powerful that is for you. Yeah, I couldn't. Yeah, actually, I couldn't. Another thing too here. Yeah, I couldn't do that before we moved to Carmel. Mm-hmm. Just again, you know, the route to get to the closest grocery store, grocery store where we were before, you know, wasn't that great. But then after we moved to here, it's so easy to, <laughs> to go to the. To the close to the closest grocery store, and and it's great because that that's a um, great motivation too. It would be so easy to just hop on the car and then go get your groceries, but it would be it would be you know kind of like you dread having to do that, right? Because oh, I have to go get groceries, and and it's really just going there and getting groceries, right? So. Yeah kind of dread that it's really a, a, a chore, right? So, but now in this case here, it's like, oh, okay, cool. I have to go get groceries. I, you know, I get to ride my bike there. <laughs> and then, you know, just take my time, breathe some fresh air, uh, enjoy seeing the neighborhood, seeing kitties sitting on uh, windows, you know, or, or people walking their dogs around and, and you you know, you can see that and say hi to people and all. So uh, then you get to the grocery store and yeah, with the cargo, e-cargo bike, I can I can load uh, lots of groceries there. Actually, you saw there I had a cart <laughs> full yeah. and I was able to put everything on my tiny bike and, and then just haul it, haul it all back. It is it is fun and it yeah. gives you that sense of accomplishment. You know, it's no longer it's no longer just that task of right. having to go get groceries. But now it's like, yay, I'm going to go get some groceries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And and yay, I'm going to go out for a, a bike ride in the wintertime. Talk a little bit yes. about that. You're I mean, not only are you you're not a fair weather cyclist, you're you're going out there and enjoying even in the cold. Yeah. And if you notice that previous picture there where I went to get groceries, mm-hmm. the bike was also all <laughs> uh, prepped for winter. So it was yeah. really cold that yeah. day as well. Um, but yeah, definitely. That's another thing, too. There are accessories, you know, to help. So, for example, on the handlebars there that we have pogies and then the seat, we put some like fluffy <laughs> seat covers there as well. But then, yeah just dress up warm and and off you go it's not difficult maybe that first minute right that you leave your toasty home and maybe that first minute is a bit hard but then you you really get used to it and it's it's no longer a problem Uh, especially when you start (laughs) pedaling and warming yourself up so yeah it is it is great and i imagine i imagine that some people might you know, think that, oh my goodness, it's so cold and they're riding their bikes. <laughs> but yeah, it's actually not. Yeah. Yeah. And I love <laughs> the fact that, uh, you know, Brandon's got it decorated with some, uh, lights on the, uh, the urban arrow <laughs> there. So a little bit yeah. festive and getting in the spirit of things. So just absolutely wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. And sometimes, sometimes we just go, like I sit, you know, inside mm-hmm. that I call, I call it wheelbarrow. <laughs> So I just sit there and then we just go together. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's yeah. amazing how it's amazing how how people enjoy seeing that as well. And here in Carmel you see all sorts of 
bikes now mm-hmm. you see more yep. you, you see more cargo bikes you see more you know european uh like bikes as well that are not really for racing they are really bikes for transportation or for just leisure rides and all you see plenty of of those here as well yeah definitely well i'm gonna i'm gonna pull this up uh you know the uh the Urban Arrow is is a is a game changing uh, bike. It, it, it's it's kind of a it's it's the family. This is your your family SUV as a bike. Yeah. <laughs> and I'll, I'll pull up this uh, this this is kind of the the tweet from uh, the tweet thread from Brandon about the the Urban Arrow. But there you had just mentioned that sometimes you'll <laughs> jump in and and go go for that. And of course you've got rain covering there. So how, how fun is that? It is super fun, especially because he is back there in the rain and, and I'm all covered up. I, and I love this video he clip here. I love this video clip here, too, because he, you're, you're like, yep, family needs shocks on the Urban Arrow. <laughs> <laughs> you're jostling. I know. I know. Yeah, there, there, it was a bit of there were some bumps there and, and I was just like, I need shocks. <laughs> but it was still it's, it's so all in fun. good fun. It's all in good fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Ta- a deal breaker at all. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's great. Tatiana, is there anything that we haven't discussed that you you want to make sure to leave the audience with? No, I'll just, you know, I'll just uh, say it again that um, it's never too late to yeah. learn. Try different types of bikes and sizes. Maybe, you know, you find one that works out for you as well, like it did for me. And I've, I've met people, I've met people about my age that told me, uh, oh, I cannot ride a bike either. And then I told them my story. And now they're also, you know, interested. Okay, so I'll look into it as well. So I, yeah, I think it's worth it. Yeah. Yeah. That's so great. And so inspirational your story really is. And I'm just so delighted to finally have this opportunity to meet you, even though it's just uh, through the the wonders of the internet here on on the Ecamm studio. But uh, thank you so very much for joining me on the Active Towns podcast. Well, it was my pleasure to meet you and and to be here. And well, next time you're in Carmel. So, um, Hopefully we can meet in person as well. <laughs> yes, yes. And I can show yeah. you my wee bike because I, I rode up there Ooh. on a Brompton. So Okay. Yeah. Awesome. Talk about little wheels. <laughs> Tiny <laughs> wheels. <laughs> Thank you all so much for tuning into this episode with Tatiana. Nothing makes me happier than seeing people discover the freedom and sense of empowerment that comes from riding more often to meet one's daily needs. I hope you found this episode helpful, interesting, and inspiring. And if you did, please give it a thumbs up, share it with a friend, leave a comment below, and of course, I'd be honored to have you subscribe to the channel. Just don't forget to ring that notifications bell. Two final reminders before I let you go, please check out my Active Town store for some zany Streets for People merchandise, and please consider joining my growing band of merry patrons on my Patreon account. Again, the link's in the description below and in the show notes. Well, that's all for this week's episode, so until next time, this is John signing off by wishing you much activity, health, and happiness. Cheers.